Where in Rima, 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And right out of the gate, we say good morning and welcome back to Sean Rima. How long uh-huh. has it been? Oh, my God. It was uh, mid early December. Wow. When I went in the first time. And uh, then I'd come back for a few days and something would go screwy and I'd have to go back in. And so uh, this past time was the longest run. I think I was in there for a full month while we did the surgery and all that stuff. So it's 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 been about two and a half months since I've really been on the air on a regular basis. Well, how are you feeling? So. Like hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, t- I told you off air. It's like you asked me how I was feeling. I was like, well, I like crap, but I mean, it's good enough for air quality because I really wanted to get back on the radio. Uh, you know, I still got a lot of stuff going on. I, I got the, the two different devices that hang off my body, and uh, you know, I had two feet of intestine removed, and there's you know a lot of discomfort and stuff like that. But hey, when I'm when I'm this when I'm not feeling comfortable, I tend to be funnier on the radio. So okay, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> good it's good. To to, it's good to have you back. Good to hear your voice again. Yeah, it, you know, it it really was odd. Because I've I've been on the radio for 35 years, and this is the longest since I got on the radio that I've ever been off the air. And uh, I know you know this instinct that when you see something on the news or you see a story and you can't wait to get on the air to to talk about it, and that you're not able to, it just drives you crazy. (laughs) I sat around, and this is what I did. I sat around, and I watched cooking shows and and cooking shows. I, I watched a lot of cooking shows while I was in the hospital. Right. Because I couldn't stand to watch the news because I get upset because I couldn't talk about it. And you couldn't eat, so you were upset watching couldn't the cooking eat. shows. <laughs> well, you know, it's weird. This is this is interesting because I was on a uh, no, for most of the, especially the past month, I was on a no food, no water diet because they didn't know when they were going to operate. So they can't, you can't eat any food. And I really got into watching like the Guy Fieri shows and, sure. and all that. Yeah, right. And what the nurses told me is that it's, you know, we find that when people cannot eat food, they tend to watch eating shows and cooking shows. Mm-hmm. And nobody could figure out why, because it didn't make me hungry. Right. It just fascinated me in some weird way. <laughs> like, at least somebody's eating. You know, at least. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> well, that's good, and uh, it's it's awesome to have you back. I, you want to dive into some of these news stories? We can do that right now. Sure. If you just want to t- hit the ground running, let's talk about the biggest story of the day, which is the Ukrainian situation and what's going to be going on over there. And uh, French President Emmanuel Macron has been pushing some sort of summit. I don't, I don't have any idea what's going to come out of this because we have the weaker side here we have a very weakling as as a president of this country he's projecting weakness everywhere that's why you see this going on and whatever in the world this is what they said agreed to quote an idea of a meeting <laughs> we've a principle an idea right <laughs> the hell does that mean i mean nothing <laughs> we're gonna meet in in principle we're gonna have a meeting we're gonna have the idea of having a meeting oh that instills some confidence in you and then you got Kamala Harris in Munich running her mouth, and she doesn't make any damn sense. I mean, she doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, remember also that the sanctions are a product of not only of our perspective as the United States, but a shared perspective among our allies, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then she goes on, as you play the audio, to say, well, we pretty much think that he's going to invade, uh, which means the sanctions aren't going to work, but yet we're going to do them anyway because they're going to work. 
<laughs> what? Well, well, you know, one of the things that Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, said, let's do them now because you want the sanctions to be yeah. a deterrent, you know. And once he's already invaded and killed a bunch of our people and apparently has a, a hit list of people he wants to go after and to put into gulags, once that's happened, the sanctions don't mean anything. The sanctions should be up front, says Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Joe's been behind on this whole thing, and Kamala was just a bunch of gibberish. She really was. It, it, it really oh, yeah. made no sense. One thing that she did say that is true is the energy costs of Americans are going to go sky high. We could literally, it could happen. I'm not predicting it, but it could happen that energy prices in America at the pump double overnight if this thing gets started the way it looks like it will. Oh, man. Uh-huh. And it really, you know, I mean, I, I hate to say that I'm thankful that I'm kind of back working at home right now, and so is my wife, because we don't really spend a lot of money on gas, because you're right, it's going through the roof right now. And you got a lot of working Americans out there that don't have that choice. they got to go somewhere to work. And this is going to just kill their monthly budgets. And and the people who who are telling us to take this one on the chin, and oh, it's no big deal. They themselves don't have to. Kamala Harris doesn't have to worry about what a tank of gas costs. You know, it's nauseating. But you're right. With however this thing goes, and it's it's you know as well as I do, with 150,000 troops on the border, this Ukraine thing is changing on a daily basis. And God knows when we wake up tomorrow, as far as gas prices and just order and civility in the world. It's crazy crap, well, man. It really is. They've been talking about this being the biggest European war since the 1940s, if it does oh, happen. God. So we'll see what happens. Meanwhile, another story, we had the uh, truckers up in Canada and yeah. standing for freedom, standing for freedom all along. And they were nonviolent. They were partying. They were having a good time. But they were protesting all these mandates. Justin Trudeau uh, turned Canada into a dictatorship, flipped the switch overnight, and sent the cops in on Friday in their big, heavy artillery in their jackboots and and started to arrest everybody. They arrested about 150 of the truckers and hauled their trucks off, froze their bank accounts, etc. And so the dictatorship north of the border has uh, flexed its muscle and uh, taken over. Meanwhile, here we've got guys that are that are forming these trucking convoys. There's three of them that are form, formed so far. We're talking about thousands of truckers headed to Washington D.C. Yeah, and they're already pretty, putting up fencing, I think, around the yep, capital. They already have, yep. You know, I mean, Justin Trudeau and that whole thing in Canada, I mean, it's one of those stories that kind of, you know, I was going through a lot of stuff while, while that was happening, so I'm just kind of hooking into it now. But really what you see in Canada is what the world would look like if there was no America, a line that we like to talk about. Here's a guy who can't shut up about diversity, who can't shut up about uh, individuality and, uh, you know, all this progressive crap. But when the stuff goes down and people start getting upset with him and his policies, who does he drag out the jackboots pretty quickly? You know, I mean, he's going to sell their trucks. He's going to sell their trucks. He's just taking their trucks, which is how they earn a living when they're able to, and sell them. And the government is just going to absorb that money. I mean, I was looking at that yesterday. You know, the guy, the guy is a creep. He can't dance, and he is. He's a dictator. Well, this is the way that uh, dictators operate, you know. Yeah. And we, we have one in D.C. You know, the, the entire oh, yeah. apparatus in D.C. is set up for a dictatorship. In fact, Joe Biden said the last time he talked to President Xi from China, he said, Xi said, you guys are going to switch to a dictatorship. Authoritarian government is what Joe said. Because, you know, those democracies, they're too big. They're too unwielding. You can't get them. Un- it's like herding cats, you know. You can't oh, get God. people under control to get done what you want to get done. 
Well, Joe's actually salivating at the opportunity to be able to do that. He'd, lo- he'd love that idea. Oh, of course he would. This is how they actually think. Again, Trudeau is a window into the souls of these reptiles. They all think that way. And they wrap it in this sanctimonious crap about, crap about diversity and equity and all that stuff. No, there's nothing but to really, do with that. Really, they yep. just want to run the whole damn show. Yep. Meaning your life and my life, and that's what they're about. Yep. And we're seeing that now with our own eyes. And Canada is, a, again, a great window into this, this ideology. It's going on right in front well, of you. Precursor for sure. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back on the other side. More Ware and Rima, and Sean is back here on KTSA, our friends over at Pecos Fence Company. Speaking of fences, they'll build you a perfect fence for your home. you got a quarter acre, you got a half acre, you got 500 acres, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever the size of your property is. Your friends and family over at Pecos Fence Company will build an awesome fence for you. Cedar privacy fences and chain link fences and security fences. They do gates that are just gorgeous because they have great welders on staff. That's right, certified welders, guys who went to school. So they got all that. You know, the experience really does count, and nobody has in, in the fencing business around this part of Texas – nobody but nobody has the experience that the folks over at pecos fence company have they also will sell you everything that you need if you decide that you want to go ahead and do that work yourself which is a great way to save the labor costs it's not that hard to do so if you'd like to do it yourself they'll sell you all the materials and always get free estimates too from your friends at pecos fence company that's pecos fence company at 210-655-5656 well it's going to be very warm the next two days and then a major cold front is coming through tomorrow night, and Wednesday is going to be a whole lot different. But let's just talk about today and tomorrow. 83 today, breezy and warm. Tomorrow, clouds and sunshine, very warm at 86. Right now, a little bit earlier in the show, is diplomacy. And we hope that that's the option he chooses when his foreign minister gets to sit down with Secretary Blinken later in the week. All right, so it's Ware and Rima, and Mr. Sean Rima is back here on KTSA. So take it away. What you got, man? Oh, just, you know, a lot of thoughts have stacked up in my head over the past, you know, few weeks. And uh, it's really kind of an in- interesting experience. So probably a lot of what I'm going to do, do today is just kind of talk about some of this stuff. As I told you a few minutes ago, I watched a lot of TV. I watched a lot. Because what do you do when you're sitting in a hotel or a hospital room? And you really don't have much to do is you watch a lot of TV. Because you really can't read because they're always sticking you with needles and stuff. And, and, uh, and so I did watch a lot of TV. And I noticed something, and this was interesting. A couple of things. First off, I noticed that most, in most commercial sets on TV, do you know what they're advertising more than anything else if you just sit and watch and let that stuff flow past your brain? You see commercials for people eating massive, greasy hamburgers. <laughs> you see people... Yeah, uh, uh, it's either that or it's 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 uh, commercials for, uh, uh, you know, prescription drugs, of all manner, uh, and you see uh, you see commercials for people drinking. That's it. That's I, I mean, there's all kinds of commercials, but I just noticed as I watch, the commercials, and you pick up on what you see repeatedly. It's eating big old cheeseburgers, drinking booze, and, and taking prescription drugs. Well, in American that life, was interesting. Well, I thought that was interesting because it really kind of is. That really is kind of where we are right now. And, uh, and it didn't really matter. I kind of did some experiments because I would watch the cooking shows. Like I'd watch the Food Network for a while. Uh, I watched TVN for a while. And I liked the, watching the Haggies, and I'd watch them in the morning. Of course, they don't really have any commercials on TVN. But, you know, and then I'd watch some of the, some of the other channels. And it is. It's just this unending stream 
of Americans shoving massive hamburgers down their throat, taking prescription drugs, and and getting a liquor buzz on. It's it's fascinating when you really think about that. <laughs> well, so what happens? Who we are. It, what happens is you drink a lot of booze. You get really hungry. You got a munch, so you get a big greasy hamburger, and then you got to clear it out of your veins with Lipitor. Right. That's how that whole thing right. works. <laughs> That's it's America. A cycle. That's really what it is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I'm like, this is who we stink in our. So right now, let me ask man. you: Did it give you the impetus? Did you, Did it fire you up? Did you need a hamburger and a beer? No. <laughs> Sent me in the opposite direction. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, look. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, when you've been through this the past couple of months and all this stuff, like you really appreciate healthiness, <laughs> like really very quickly. So you, you'd be hard pressed to. Get a, a a beer down my throat or a, or a nasty cheeseburger, because uh, I I really just I'm looking forward to being healthy and it it gives you a perspective on uh, just the, the 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 gift and the blessing of the moment you're in uh, and and wrapping your arms around the moment you're in because a lot of our culture ain't about that moment it may seem like it is it seems like it's about uh, you know, satisfying something in yourself immediately, and maybe to a certain extent it is, but it's really not. It's about focusing your existence on what you want instead of what's important, because every cheeseburger you shove down your throat, and and every you know beer you shove down your throat, you you may be losing time down the road. Yeah, sure. That's that you want yeah, now. Right? Absolutely. You want that. Right. Yeah, and so I I don't do a whole lot of TV. You, you know that I do. Right. I used to I used to do an uh, inordinate amount of the news programs, but now they've just turned into let me find out who let me put two people on the screen, let them scream at each other about yeah, a topic. That's pretty much it. And I'm yeah. just I'm not interested in that. So I watch, you know, sports like I watched Daytona 500 yesterday. I watched the Super Bowl and you know stuff like that. Right. And all of that Every last bit of that is food. All food, man. Every 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 commercial during a sporting event, it's pizza, it's burgers. And you know the cool thing is pandemic, they you don't have to get in the car and go get it or send somebody down there. They bring it all to you. <laughs> every last thing, including the booze, man. The commercial for oh, booze yeah. the other day where they said uh, what, what you what was it what uh, beer wine spirits in 30 minutes exactly what you're looking for we'll have it to your front door in 30 minutes so yeah it's definitely gonna this is something that's gonna live long after pandemic is gone oh yeah yeah oh certainly because man yeah there ain't nothing better for an alcoholic than to have delivery services oh right to the front door <laughs> right yeah front hey door. speaking of speaking of pandemic the queen has it she's 95 oh, yeah. and uh, charles and camilla had it and they came over for a visit and when they did apparently they brought it with her with them and now she's 95 and she has it but she's only experiencing mild cold like symptoms now here's the thing she was vaxxed boosted triple shot all of those things you can imagine, she had it all, but uh, still got it because the vaccines are not a vaccine. The vaccines help you deal with it when you get it, but the vaccines do not help, do not keep you from getting it and don't keep you from transmitting it. They just help you deal with it a little bit better when you do get it. Yeah, you know, I've got a, 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 another really interesting perspective on that because I agree absolutely. Uh, I don't know what the vaccines are. And this is something I can kind of talk about now uh, that I hadn't really mentioned. 
but you know, when I went into the this last time, uh, when I went time is it? I got time. Uh, last time when I went in, um, you know, I was admitted to the ER at uh, Methodist uh, Transplant Specialty Treatment, and they test you, of course, before you go in there, and I was negative. Uh, and they test you before they admit you into the rest of the hospital, and so I went into the hospital. And and I'm I got, I got the vax you know I got we talked about I got the vaccines I wear the masks where I'm supposed to wear the masks for the most part. A week later, I tested positive, uh, and I hadn't left the emergency. I hadn't left the hospital. I hadn't I interacted with very few people, and they put me immediately in uh, restrictive mode, to where my wife could only come and see me once a day for a half hour, for a half hour. I didn't interact with anybody. I was alone. And uh, I went the full 10 days and then 15 days, no symptoms whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I never considered a threat to anyone. Right. Because I, because I wasn't. Uh, and so I, you know, I'm like, well, what exactly do these freaking vaccines actually do? They keep you from getting super sick. That's, that's, it. Well, that's it. That's all they do, man. They don't uh, keep you from getting it or transmitting it. So you never had any symptoms. How do you feel now? No. Did you beat it I back and you're negative? Yeah, good, good. No, all right. I mean, I, I, yeah, no, there's no worries there. All right. Uh, hang on just a second. We'll come right back. More Ware and Rima on the other side here on KTSA. Alamo water softeners, great to protect your home, great to protect your clothes and your appliances with soft water, and soft water will do it. And the best soft water devices come from your friends at Alamo water softeners. They build them right here in San Antonio, by the way, and have since 2000. When the company started, I was their first customer. And now they have their whole home bundles, like the Premier Whole Home Bundle, providing the highest quality of water treatment. And when you choose the Premier Whole Home Bundle, Alamo Water Softeners, you get $1,000 off, and this is while supplies last. You can make an appointment today with one of the Alamo Water Softeners Whole Home Specialists for a free water analysis. No arm twisting, no high-pressure sales, nothing like that. They just want to talk with you about water for your home that makes sense for your home. Now is the time to take advantage of bundle pricing on Alamo Water Softeners, high efficiency, and advanced technology. And be sure you ask about the 0% interest, same as cash for two years with approved credit from Alamo Water Softeners. Make that appointment today at Alamo. Termination. I think there are good people running for that race who are strong conservatives, who, who, who are people of principle, and who I respect. That's Ted Cruz talking about the Attorney General race here in Texas. I just want to say thanks to everybody for Friday. Had a $1,000 Friday for the food bank, and it actually ended up being about almost $3,000 Friday. Pretty close to pretty close to it. Anyway, uh, we're at thirty-four eighty-five now, and I'd like to set a goal of, say, five grand by the end of this week. We could be there. Just go to KTSA.com. Smash that donate button. Takes you only a couple of seconds to give. And whatever you give, $1 equals seven meals. 98 cents of every dollar feeds somebody in our community, and we need it. So thank you. It's Ware and Rima. Sean is back today. Trey Ware, KTSA, along with Sean Rima. And the New York Times, of course, the home of COVID-19 hypochondria over the past couple of years, did concede over the weekend that extending the masking has damaged children's social development. Well, no joke, Sherlock. Several studies suggesting that a mask makes communication difficult, inhibiting children's ability to recognize one another or each other's emotions. Get this, Sean. You're going to love this. Johns Hopkins University, Dr. Marty McCary, said over the weekend, new CDC guidelines are now being issued for children and their uh, vocabulary advancement it used to be 
50 words by the uh, by 24 months. If a, if a child knew 50 words at 24 months, everything was good and parents could relax and that child was developing normally. Now, we, we, we're going to raise that up to 30 months and more because as a direct result of these mass mandates, the vocabulary of, uh, of, uh, vocabulary of children has been held back. They're not developing. They're not speaking on time. They don't have a command of the English language. We have just what what we have done to children through this has been absolutely criminal, one hundred percent. Oh, it has been, man. It's screwed up a whole generation, you know. And uh, it, look, it's hard enough for adults. I, I I thought about this also when I was in the hospital. That you know, I interacted with a quite a, a few members of the hospital staff, and I realized that if I didn't, I had I didn't know what their faces looked like. So you imagine what a kid with a kid who is, you know, uh, just developing and their brains are still growing. And uh, they're they're learning their communication skills. Oh, I mean, the effect has got to be horrible on their communication skills and social skills. So you know, I, I, I more and people more and more people are waking up to this. I saw a story out of Virginia. I'm, I'm having trouble seeing my computer right now, so I can't really give specifics. But there was a a mom in Virginia in one of the counties in Virginia that went to one of these uh, school board meetings and uh, called out one of the school board members for not wearing a mask. She had a picture from her own Facebook page showing her not wearing a mask. Uh, and yet she's one of the biggest proponents of, of fighting the governor, the now governor, on these mask mandates for kids. So, you know, it always comes back to what do they, what do they know that we don't know? Uh, why do they feel that they don't have to wear the masks when they want to make sure that kids are wearing masks and it's totally screwing up their lives? So people are waking up, man. I, I, I think they are. Well, this, that's an interesting story you're talking about out of Virginia. I talked about it in the 5 to 7 this morning. And so this mama goes, and all she said was, you know, this new bill that the pre- the governor is going to sign is going to take the power away from y'all and give it back to us, the parents, where it belongs. Well, right. one of the school board members started to get really cantankerous with her. So she said, the mom did, well, look, here on my phone, here's a picture of you in a party with a bunch of people, I mean a ton of people, and you're not wearing a mask. And so that school board member starts to scream at that mom, no, 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 you don't. And she bangs down the gavel. Can we have a cop up here? They called a cop to come up to, oh, that's all the mom did was hold up a cell phone with the picture of the school board member at a party without a mask on. It's all the mama did. Let's get a cop up here. And the cop said, uh, ma'am, uh, you're, you're being unruly. And she said, unruly how? All I'm doing is showing this picture. So yeah, she then didn't the, raise her voice or anything. She wasn't screaming or no, yelling. She she, no, she was totally fine. And then the, the school board member says, either she goes or I go. And she jumped up and walked out, grabbed her purse, and walked out. You see what the deal is? They're, they're hip, hypocrites, and they don't want to be challenged. When you challenge them, that's how they respond. Yeah, they have you arrested, or they have you shut down. You're a terrorist. Or they, or they stomp off like a little kid. You know, it's grotesque. And, uh, and God bless this woman, this parent, this mom that stood up. And God bless all of them who are doing that, because that's what needs to happen. Because you're right. You question their authority. Oh. And a lot of these people are from the question authority crowd, right? Sure. They're not, when they're not the establishment, when they're not the status quo. Uh, but funny, when, when, uh, when they're the ones in power, they don't want anybody questioning them at all. No way, baby. 
Nope. All this woman did was confront her with the truth. That's it. Well, you've got, in the Great Reset, you have the elites, and they live a certain way, and then you've got the rest of us, and we're going to live a certain way, and that's the, the, the movement that's happening right now. Hey, uh, the Trump's Truth Social came out on uh, uh, the Apple iStore last night. They were supposed to, people had signed up for it. I think Chris was number 684,000 or uh, something, something like uh. that. But anyway... And uh, they went ahead and put it on the uh, iStore last night. So everybody's been sending me uh, screenshots. I know you're a, a social media guy. Are you going to join Trump's? You think you're going to join his thing? No. A true social? <laughs> Honestly, probably not. Yeah. And a lot of it's probably pure laziness. I mean, Facebook is all I do. And, uh, you know, I was even pulling back on that. And then my wife convinced me that while I was in the hospital that it was kind of a cool thing to connect with people, you know, and let them know what's going on. So no, I, I'm 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 pr- I'm pretty much gonna stick with Facebook, even though I think it's a great idea. Uh, and a lot of that is just all the years I've invested in Facebook, and and I know they're ripping me off every day of my life, <laughs> you know. But I I think it's great that Trump's doing this. Uh, but I, are you gonna do? Are, what are you gonna do? I if I do, it's just gonna be for the monitoring to see the messages that are gonna be out there. Right. And that's right. pretty much what I'm using all social media for these days. Is I put up a little something about I'll be on here. I am. I'm I'm on the show and all that kind of stuff. Right. But for the most part, um, I, I'm spending less and less time. Very, very. Yeah, have you noticed? Very few yeah. hours a day am, am I touching any kind of social media. And you, you know why, Sean? Because there's real life happening out there. I found There's a real, real life. life going down. Yeah. Real life. Look, I noticed the same thing about social media and also, you know, uh, uh, news media are kind of the same thing. They're both kind of worthless. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, it's, it's, it's true. just a lot of worthless crap. Yeah, right. You, know, you saw, I, I got away from watching the news and I was in the hospital and I would dip in every now and again and I realized even if you're watching Fox, it's just people screaming at each other. Yeah, you didn't miss much. Yeah, it's yeah. really, there's no value in it. Right. And it's kind of the same thing on social media. Right. So what the hell are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I want to tell you about Bridgehead IT. These guys, when it comes to IT services, they're, they're the best anywhere. Bridgehead IT will work with your company to make sure that your IT is maximized. And your IT, you know, when you need an IT company like Bridgehead, it's not just somebody who can snatch you out of the fire. You go into work this morning, computer's been sitting there this weekend, and you need them to fire up. And what happens if they don't? Who do you call? You know, who do you get on the case right away to get them fired back up? Well, your friends at Bridgehead IT, they'll do that. They improve your bottom line. They are real problem solvers. All you got to do is call them and say, hey, it won't even turn on, or it turns on, but it's doing this and not that. And Bridgehead can help fix it either by the phone, by email, or they can come over, and you don't have to sign any contract or anything like that with Bridgehead IT, no. But beyond that, you know, there's a lot of things that your business is doing day-to-day operationally that can be aided, can work better, can work more efficiently, and more cost-effectively with what Bridgehead IT can do for your company. Why don't you log on today or simply give them a call and talk with them about the myriad of opportunities that exist with Bridgehead IT and how they can help improve your company's bottom line. That's Bridgehead IT, 210-477. ...out of this network, so this is now a legal mess for CNN. Couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of folk. Good morning. It is Ware and Rima. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, 550 KTSA FM 1071. Thanks for checking us out. You know, Sean, it's President's Day. It is the 21st, and that's typically a day back in the day. It would be celebrated on George Washington's birthday, which is actually tomorrow. But it's the, it's the third Monday, so here we are on the, on the 21st. Now, we've been talking about some of the unusual things concerning several presidents throughout history. 
Okay. Right, right. And just a different twist on things. And uh, I'm sure you'll be proud of this one. John Quincy Adams, the son of John Adams, who was our second president. John Quincy was the sixth president. John Quincy, every morning before he would go into the office and take care of the people's business, would skinny dip in the Potomac. Uh, yeah, uh, that's I right. I recommend that. In the Potomac. Uh, it was probably a smidge cleaner back then. Well, and this time of year. Yeah. Ow. So, yeah, and which led to some pretty interesting encounters because he would come out of the Potomac after skinny dipping in there, and journalists would be waiting just like they are today around the helicopter. <laughs> God. That must have been fascinating. <laughs> to talk to the President of the United States as he stood there, nada. Not a stitch on giving the uh, presidential interview. So Awkward. <laughs> it's a little awkward. Well, of course it is. But it worked. He was yeah, a very healthy man, they say. You know, some of the stories of the presidents are fascinating. And uh, uh, Abe Lincoln is probably one of my favorites. Just because Abe Lincoln was, you know, he suffered from depression. He, he, you know, sometimes incapacitated by by mood swings and stuff like that. A very human guy who accomplished extraordinary things, and uh, despite all the, the you know the the uh, things holding him back, it was in a very unhappy marriage. You know, I mean, he just had a lot of stuff going on, and he account- and, and that's why you know this revisionist history stuff just makes me crazy. Well, of course, absolutely, yeah. You know, because uh, they want to tear his name now off of all the high schools, sure, and tear down the monuments because he was. You know, a racist in some regard. You know, it's just it's sick, man. It's sick. Well, uh, my favorite has got to be the first, and that is because of everything that he had to do in order to form a more perfect union. And he was under a lot of pressure. The pressure at the time uh, was from people who wanted a complete and open and for free society and republic, which was what it was designed to be, all the way to people who wanted a monarchy and a very strong presidency, which is what basically these guys have been doing for the last 50 years in America, have been leading us toward a very strong presidency and, and to the point now where we almost have a dictatorship. You know, the guy in the, oh, yeah. in the Oval Office can almost say anything he wants to say, and it's considered to be law. Well, DACA is a prime example. DACA is treated like law in America. It was done by Obama. It's treated like law. It's not right. law. It is just no, a not. president giving his opinion on something that should happen with the kids who were brought here by their parents illegally. That's all it is. There's no law to back it up. But even here's what's really wild about that. Even the court system treats it like it's law. It's not. There is no DACA law. There is no DACA law. You're right. You're absolutely right. But it's Obama law. And Obama laid it down, so it must be real. It must be the truth. It's like with with some of the uh, dreamer stuff that he couldn't get past. Uh, through the through the Congress, and he just did it in a in a, uh, in, a in a presidential or you know a, a executive action. So you know I don't know. These are very strange times. It's weird to talk about President's Day because as I, I said to you off the air, we really don't have one. And you had just said this, and you know people look at me like I'm crazy. But when I consider what I feel to have been the one of the great presidents this country has ever known, and what the standards are by, are by which I would judge future presidents. Frankly, is Donald Trump. You know, here's a guy who got stuff done. Here's a guy who genuinely worked for the people. Here's a guy who was this country's biggest fan. Here's a guy who did what it took. 
Vladimir Putin was scared crapless of Donald Trump. So are all the other bad guys around the globe. So, you know, I, I never thought I'd hear myself say those words, you know, in the early days when Trump was first getting into politics. But, man, he was a kick-ass president. He really, really was. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, now we have this guy. Yeah. Well, and and, and uh, t- to our detriment, uh, they're going to be going into some sort of meeting with uh, Vladimir Putin oh, concerning God. Ukraine and a move into Ukraine. All right. Uh, when we uh, come back on the other side, we'll continue to talk a little bit about this. But we also have the story of Leah Thomas, who won even more records over the weekend swimming at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, Leah's a guy, swims as a girl, and continues to win, which is the destruction of Title IX. It's the fastest way to get rid of Title IX. AOC was in town a couple of weeks ago. We told you about that, but an interesting twist to that story came out over the weekend that we're going to tell you about on the other side. And a Texas candidate for railroad commissioner, and it's not Wayne Christian, by the way, although he is a candidate. They have several people running. No, no, this one is a girl, not a bad-looking lady uh, in a, of herself. She's a Republican. And in order to get some attention to what's going on with oil and gas in the state of Texas, she uh, climbed on, on top of a pump jack in the middle of a field somewhere in Texas, and newspapers like the Express News are now yanking their endorsement of her. Why would they be taking that off? We'll talk about that. A little bit later on, right after the top of the hour news here with Ware and Rima as we roll forward. Trey Ware here. Sean Rima is back. Coming right back here. KTSA. Unintelligent just because I'm dumb. (laughs) AOC. Ware and Rima. 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And Rima's back. So here we are. Reunited, Tucker. Reunited, man. <laughs> yeah. Like peaches and herbs. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> no. Which which do you, which would you like to be? Uh, well, I got to eat a lot of fruit these days, so I'd probably be peaches. Okay. Well, <laughs> then let's uh, pick up on our top story of the day. Leah Thomas breaking more records. We'll get to that yeah. in a minute. We'll talk. We'll talk right. about that in a minute. Actually, there's a bigger story, of course. Satellite images out this morning showing that Russia is moving closer to invading Ukraine, and Joe Biden has committed to the idea of a conversation with with vlad putin i i don't know what the, i don't know where all that goes right because you know uh putin's going to run circles around him uh putin really doesn't care what joe biden says or does we're not a threat to him at all if the sanction stuff was real he would have already done it and said uh because sanctions can be preventative uh stay out you know and and um you know, whatever will will not uh, penalize you anymore by this. You know, I, I was watching a, a thing over the weekend. Sean is very interesting. I just I just fell on one of these history type channels. It's called American oh, yeah. Hero Classics, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were doing a World War One thing, and I don't typically get into a lot of this, but there was a, a lead up to World War One. And what a lot of people don't remember about that is when you talk about the king and the queen of Great Britain at the time, and you talk about the Kaisers from Germany, the Tsar and the Tsarina from Russia, and those folks, you know they were all family members. They were like cousins, brothers, all that kind of thing. So they they ran the entire thing. And this march up to World War I, the war to end all wars, which was just a horrific, awful event in in our history, the family continued to move in that direction, 
And you, you have to wonder, like right now, all of these guys, they're not family members, but they're connected and they belong to a very exclusive club in our time. And you just got to wonder what all this is about. Is it truly about Vlad reconstituting the old Soviet Union, or is there more to it than that? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I, look, I mean, you, you could hold up what's going on right now with Ukraine and Putin to the beginnings of uh, World War One, and it's the same damn narrative. It's the same damn story. So I, I think you're right. I think you're, it may not be old school bloodlines, but it's old school relationships, uh, and uh, uh, it, it's scary stuff. And and this guy is he's running circles around Biden, and uh, 150,000 troops uh, on on the border with Ukraine, and oh, on principle we're going to have a meeting and work this stuff out diplomatically. You know, our own administration is already saying that he he plans to move. Kamala Harris, he was an idiot, is saying he plans to move. And yet they're still holding on to this idea that they can sanction themselves out. Zelensky's right. The sanctions won't matter anything after they've already moved in across the border. Well, and they have a, a list supposedly been released this morning of individuals from Ukraine they want to capture and haul off, either kill or haul off to gulags over in Russia right. somewhere. We're talking about what could be the greatest humanitarian crisis we've ever seen. But what struck me about that uh, show that I saw on Saturday was how close it was in proximity. The exact same place as World War One yeah. and World War Two. The exact same locations. Exactly. Yeah, this would be World War Three. You know, again, you look at how, especially how World War One began in the Baltics and, and what that was all about. It was about, you know, retaking territory that a bunch of folks thought that was theirs. It belonged to them. World War II, you know, started in the exact same way. That uh, this is what we, this is our territory. We we deserve this. We own this. And uh, it's happening right now in front of our very eyes. And it's scary stuff. And I I, I mean, how, how much do you think the American people are really clicked into this? You know, I wonder as a story... Well, um, I don't know the answer, but they will be the minute it breaks out and they go to the gas pump. Oh yeah, and, and they're paying three oh nine today, and the minute this breaks out, they'll be paying six fifty seven dollars a gallon. Yeah, yeah, it's going to hit them hard, man. Yep, you know, and then they'll be real interested. But uh, it, and I and I, I guess that's why I, it gets so frustrating because I think the administration, whoever they are, really just assume that people don't care. And just assume that uh, people are not going to care. Because you listen to the rhetoric coming out of Kamala Harris, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, B- Biden was going to go to Delaware for the weekend. Yep. As if it's no big shakes. And yet we are on the precipice of World War III. I mean, I don't think I'm overstating things. It's scary stuff. And, and, and Putin is running the show. Putin is absolutely running this show. Well, and just like we had back then, we had Woodrow Wilson in World War One, who couldn't find his butt with both hands. We've got a presence right. in the same position. This guy can't find it. He didn't know where his butt is. You know, he doesn't know what part his, his body's butt's on. So, uh, that they're in this. You know, we're in the same position as as our country as we were at the entrance of World War One. So it's very frightening. Leah Thomas has broken more records, this time in the 100, 200, and 500 meter swimming, um, you know, at University of Pennsylvania. And so Leah's a guy who likes to wear girls' clothes and swim with the girls. And so Leah won the overall championship this weekend. The other winner of the championship was Yale's Isaac Hennig, a female-to-male trans swimmer. 
a transgender swimmer who's taking all the hormones to be a man. So they have effectively erased Title IX. They have effectively gotten rid of women's sports. And now you might as well, because this is where all this has led, and, and Joe Biden's been pushing for this too, this has led to a dissolution of Title IX, at least at the University of Pennsylvania, at the NCAA, because they don't want to hurt guys who want to play like girls. They don't want to hurt their feelings, and so they don't do anything about it. And so, in effect, there is no more Title IX. You might as well just have one basketball league, the NBA, and ladies, try out. And if you can yeah. make it, you can make it, you know? Go ahead. You know, it just it sucks, man, because I, 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 I've never understood – how feminists now are taking the sides of men against women, you know? Uh, and how does this guy feel good about himself? He's a dude. Dude, you're a dude. You know, you're swimming against women. How do you feel good about winning all this stuff when you know you have an inherent uh, advantage over them? And the reaction to people who, 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 who like Chappelle, like uh, J.K. Rowling, who say, you know, this is wrong, they're dudes, and, and, again, watching feminists take the side of men, it truly is a man's world, isn't it? Yes. Oh, well, it in, really in this is. case, yeah. Well, and, and where Joe Biden is concerned, he campaigned on the Equality Act. The Equality Act would amend the federal anti-discrimination law to make gender identity a protected category so that a man could not be prevented from competing with women. And so in this one particular case, and there's been a lot of attention that's gone on this Leah Thomas person, in this one particular case, this case alone has done more to destroy Title IX and female athletics than any other case in the history of our country, and supported by Joe Biden. He thinks this is just great. Of course, he doesn't have any girls that are right. trying to compete. He doesn't have anybody like that that's close to him that's trying to compete. So if women's sports are just destroyed, well, women's sports are just destroyed. That's all there is to it. So, you know, when when, when LeBron James decides that he wants to play in the WNBA and he's scoring 1,000 points a game, maybe some of these people are going to wake up and realize this was the wrong thing to do. Well, it's wokeism just going to the furthest extreme. Yes, it is. It really is, you know, and uh, it's mind-boggling because, again, feminists who who spent a few generations in this country really fighting for a sense of equality with men and women without really taking away from the fact that there are differences between men and women. And they're just flushing it all down the toilet. They're, they're flushing several generations' work of of equality work down the toilet because of what I call trendy politics. Because it doesn't make any scientific sense. It doesn't make any logical sense. And yet they'll fight to the nines that this is the truth of it. If you say you're a woman, you're a woman. If you say you're a dude, you're a dude. Well, no, you're not. And uh, uh, future anthropologists are going to look back on this age as a stupid, moronic age. As as these were the battles that we fought. You know, no, the the guy's not actually winning anything. He's cheating. He's absolutely cheating. And every other man... Or dude who is who is uh, you know using this to compete against women is cheating as well. There was somebody who sent me a text I, yesterday and asked me if I knew what cisgender meant, and oh I said, God. "You want to talk uh, out of all the terms like non-binary and all of that kind of stuff? You want to talk about the dumbest term in the world, cisgender? I identify with my gender I was born with." <laughs> Right. <laughs> I identify as the gender I was born with. That says now out of all of them that are out there, that's the dumbest one of all. Well, yeah, it completely <laughs> contradicts with everything they're saying about gender. 
Oh, my God. And I never got off in the cisgender. You know, one of the things I always hated is that the idea that you can't, you know, gender is fluid. You can't be told what your gender is. But yet they feel totally fine telling straight people what their gender is. Oh, I'm cisgender. Well, I am. <laughs> I'm a I'm dude. A dude, man. I'm very I'm happy dude. with it, too. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima on the other side. You know, Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. They built your dream home, man. And I mean, right down to the very last nail driven in that home. You're going to be very satisfied because of their commitment to excellence and attention to detail at Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. They're great listeners. John Torres and his team are great listeners. So, you simply give them a call, you sit down with them, and you go over, here's your, here's your thoughts, here's your dream, here's the kind of home you'd like to have. You know, a big old huge kitchen with a big island in the middle of it and granite countertops and wonderful tiling or hardwood floors, whatever. You just start spewing all that stuff out, right? And John is taking all these notes. And then he comes back and says, now, look at all these various options we have. This is the kind of thing we can do. Look at this, look at that. And it's abs- here's the word I like to use, stunning absolutely stunning designs they build your custom home the way you want it built your dream is their floor plan so give them a call today at wagner hall at custom homes and sit down and start dreaming 210-625-8212 today and tomorrow are going to be extremely warm temperatures in the 80s but then wednesday we'll have about a 40 degree drop and only make it into the 40s on Wednesday, 16 and say, here he is. He's claiming that he's the victim. He's claiming that Ukraine, incredibly, Ukraine, surrounded by, uh, by more than 150,000 Russian troops, is somehow going to attack Russia. I mean, these are just not credible. Where in Rima KTSA? What you got, man? What's going on? Oh, I was just, oh, I was just looking at this uh, Baltimore State Attorney. It's Marilyn Mosby. And this is the this is the face of the modern demipuke and the the face of the modern liberal idiot who, you know, very often, like I say all the time, they wrap themselves in this better than thou sanctimony. You know, you don't pay your fair share if you're rich, and blah blah, stinking blah. Well, she's being investigated. She's got a couple of suits coming against her uh, because uh, when federal dollars were available for COVID in the state of Maryland. She lied, uh, allegedly lied, about how, how much income she had between her and her husband so she could get a whole bunch of free money. And she also got a whole bunch of free money from COVID uh, for a mortgage, for a couple of mortgages, for a couple of houses she wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. And now she's saying, well, the only reason that, uh, that she's being put through this <clears throat> is because she's black mm-hmm. and it's racism. Mm-hmm. And the, the Maryland State Attorney General, the only reason he's going after her is because she's black. Yep. And, you know, I get so sick and tired of this stuff, man. I really do. It, you know, it's like the feminist movement we were just talking about with the men competing in feminist sports or, or women's sports, in that the current crowd of, of race warriors are actually taking the race debate in this country back about 60 or 70 years. These people are, you know, they're, they're using their skin color to uh, evade the consequences of their own actions. They're pro-segregation, uh, you know, and it's really kind of sad to watch. I mean, it was just a few weeks ago. It is Black National Black History Month, and also it was Martin Luther King's birthday a few weeks ago. And just to watch all this stuff go on and the tearing down of the accomplishments, really, of the civil rights movement 
of a guy like Martin Luther King, who, who paid actually the ultimate sacrifice for his cause, which was the cause of equality. Equality. And now it's all about, you know, well, my skin color determines everything, and your skin color determines everything. And I think I just think she's a scumbag, man. She's an absolute scumbag. Well, she is, and hopefully she's going to end up in jail for all this. That's that's where she uh, belongs, in my opinion, yeah. is to be resting her heels in jail. And I don't care what her skin color is. What she did was criminal and illegal, as far as I'm concerned, and where she needs to be is locked up. Okay, so get this one. Jean-Luc Brunel. Jean-Luc Brunel was friends, apparently, with Jeffrey Epstein. Now, these guys, you know, I I watched the Netflix thing on Epstein and threw up several times while watching it. Uh, This guy was uh, the lowest of low lives, you know, uh, Epstein I'm talking about. This Brunel apparently was a a guy who would go out and recruit girls for him too, right? Kind of like the the male version of Ghislaine Maxwell. He was attracted to models and so on, so he would bring them to Epstein. Apparently, allegedly, and he was in a maximum security prison in France. Well, just so happens, kind of interesting on Saturday, that the uh, closed-circuit television cameras inside that prison started to malfunction. And, and then the guys who were keeping the logs, they, they, they didn't keep the logs, and they kind of wandered off of the job. And when they returned, Jean-Luc Brunel was found hanging in his cell, a la Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, so... I never believed for one moment that Epstein did it to himself. But, okay, so all you folks who really do believe that Epstein did it to himself, how many more are going to get done like this before you come around and say, somebody's taking these people out so they don't talk about the heavyweights that were down on that island with those little girls? Well, actually, I mean, it kind of feels that way like it's a message because they obviously don't care that people are going to draw that correlation. That this is exactly how we took out Epstein. This is exactly how we'll take you out as well. You know, so we're dealing with some extremely powerful people who, who do obvious, very obviously don't care if you see the, uh, the comparisons between how this guy went out and how Epstein did. You open your mouth, this is what happens to you. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, it's sick. And I don't, you know, I, I think the, the sickest thing of this whole Epstein thing is I don't think we're ever going to get totally to the bottom of it. Well, no. I don't think the people that no. are really, truly responsible and for whom this is probably still going on are ever going to see the light of day or face justice. They're just too powerful, man. Right. They're just too big. This was not just about procuring girls and women for Epstein and his close circle. There's all kinds of folks apparently he was procuring girls for, and you're never going to find out because they're the most powerful people on the planet. And like you said, you get one step closer to us, and boom, the cameras are going to go off, and you're going to hang yourself. Ha, ha, ha. You know, that kind of. Yeah. All right, quick break. More Weird Rhyme on the other side. Hey, it is rodeo time, and with that comes unbelievable savings on LS tractors at Dietz Tractor Company, the seven-time winner of the EDA Dealer's Choice Award, beating out all the big-name brands in 16 different categories. Categories for overall satisfaction. The LS tractor happens to be one of my favorite. When I was involved heavily in ranching, that's what we did. Uh, ran LS tractors. Why? Well, got more power for less money. Got more implements for less money as well. Got better performance for less money. And Deets tractor, their in-field service 
unbeatable. Something else, instead of having to load that puppy and take it in to have it serviced, they come to you. And that's what Deets Tractor has been doing now for decades in Seguin. I want you to stop by their booth at the Stock Show and Rodeo. Check out the LS Tractor. But here's the deal. Once the rodeo is over, these super low deals, low prices and great deals on these LS Tractors, they're going to be gone forever. So now is the time. Either see them on I-10 in Seguin, see them at the Stock Show and Rodeo, or see them online at DeetsTractor.com. That's where you get more tractor. Tail for the UN because we believe that the world must mobilize uh, to counter this kind of Russian aggression should those tanks roll across the border uh, as we anticipate they very well may do in the coming hours or days. So hard to listen to Jake Sullivan knowing the corruption that he was involved in in the Hillary Clinton campaign and everything that was going on in that Durham report and to hear him now being the voice of our foreign policy concerning this war you know and um and this war and it's wearing rima back together on ktsa this war is is eerily sounding a lot like the march up to world war one everything even even to the point now it was just announced our our troops are uh, stepping it up in poland now and uh you know constituting a bigger force in poland which can only mean you know at some point that force is going to be called on well, yeah, you know, it's inevitable. And even Biden's saying, and, you know, they're all saying that we fully expect them to go across the border at some point. You know, and it is eerily similar to the, the ramp up to World War One, and uh, scary stuff. And it's, it's ramping up every single day. And, uh, you know, Putin's not messing around, man. <laughs> he is not messing around. And I think, you know, you look at his, his relationship with Trump. He had a much different relationship with Trump. Uh, and that he knew that Trump would do what Trump said he would he was going to do. And Biden is just a lame duck. And so, hey, let's take back Ukraine. This is the time. This is our moment. Well, and you got to wonder, too, what they're not paying attention to. Uh, we know that Russia has put armaments and has put uh, assets, let's put it that way, assets, whether they're human assets or actual war-making assets, just to our south. Uh, not far from here, Venezuela and places like that in Central and South America. We know that those assets are there. We have no idea what he has done as far as Cuba is concerned because you can't get word out of Cuba if he's got assets there. Uh, bottom line is we're not, you know, the difference between now and World War One or World War Two. We were fairly isolated. Now, not as isolated in, in World War II as we thought we were, obviously, but we were still pretty pretty much isolated. We're not anymore. And the alliance that Putin has put together with Xi in China, uh, they don't really have to attack us. They threaten to attack us or, as we've come to learn, turn off a power in the power in a city or two in America, and America stands down. We, we, we're, at that point, we're going to be held hostage to whatever those guys want to do. And, and sanctions won't make a bit of difference because anything that they, any problems that would cause Russia as far as things that they need, they'll get from China. Well, yeah, and, and, and Putin's already, look, he's a reptile. He, he's a predator. And what, what do predators do? They test the, uh, the limits uh, of, of who they're tracking, of who they're, uh, who they're going after. He did the same thing with Trump. And he did the same thing with Biden during the, uh, you, you just mentioned it, when uh, there was these massive hacks into these corporations and banking systems. And I think he did that to see how Biden would react. And how did Biden re- react? Um, well, we'll be cool as long as you don't hack into these companies. 
You know, so he knows that Biden's not going to, or Biden or whoever they are, isn't going to do a damn thing about Ukraine. He's already tested the waters, and that's why we're in a very bad situation right now. And, uh, I mean, you, you, you and I both study history. You know how fast these things move. I mean, we could be in a totally different situation by the end of the week. Oh, we will be. It's a, it's a minute-by-minute thing right now, so we'll see where it all goes. I want to toss in this before the break real quick. I just want to say thanks to everybody who's been giving to the drive ride to end hunger. Uh, we got some more donations came in this morning. Nadine Calabrese. Uh, we had um, uh, Anonymous. And if you want to remain anonymous, that's that's fine as well. They sent in some money today. So we're now over $3,500. Uh, my goal for this week is to hit five grand. So we got a $1,500 burden or $1,500 mountain to climb this week. And I know you can do it. Um, 90,000 people a week, 90,000 people a week are fed by the San Antonio Food Bank. So if you can help, KTSA.com. Smash that button, hit the donate button, and do the very best you can, please, and thank you. People need it. 74 million meals a year here in San Antonio and Bear County. So if you can help, just go to KTSA.com. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. The good guys at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC will respond to you quickly. I'm going to give you their known number in a second so you can write it down. One of the best places you can put it is on the refrigerator at home so you know if you've got a disaster going on and you got flooding flooding or you know a pipe that breaks or something like that there in the house then quarter moon can get to you in a hurry at 210-651-5899 this is the time of year to replace your ac system if that's something you've been toying with you know your ac system is a little long in the tooth and it's time to replace it okay quarter moon plumbing heat and ac can get you the best deal right now because this is the time of year to replace ac systems you'll get the top name brands you'll get the best uh tech in san antonio to install it and the most wonderful warranties as quarter moon is going to be here to back up all that work heating ac and plumbing the best anywhere right here from quarter moon plumbing heat and ac 